Here we are again, folks. Veronica Lestrange back with some more lovely facts. So everyone deserves a treat. Relax, kick back, get some biscuits or some chocolate. Did you know that every bar of chocolate has at least three insect legs inside it? Yummy. I see Dolly Fans Podcast. I'm feeding chaps, so uh. You don't eat it. You don't eat it. Well, hello, child. Welcome to episode 21 of the ICW Fans Podcast. This one is an ICW and GPWA special because we have. Stevie James, baby! And Crowbar of the Purge. That's right, guys. You may have seen them in action before. If you haven't, you'll certainly get details at the end of the show on where you can see the guys next. But we've got Crowbar and Stevie James in the studio just to talk all things ICW and GPWA. So there will be elements of training. So there'll be some questions about training in there as well. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode because let me tell you something. The past episodes have been amazing, they've been phenomenal, they've been astronomical, but this, this episode is GLORIOUS! Welcome to this live broadcast of the ICW Fans Podcast. This is going to be a 30-minute podcast preview um, of an episode with the motherfucking Pudge. So, welcome. How are you doing? What's a clap? You think there's more than just the five years in here? I know. <laughs> Fuck's sake, make some noise, you lot. Um, so, we're joined, obviously, by the usual podcast host, which is myself, Andale Gormley, <clears throat> Callum Park, who... We have to give a small congratulations to Mr. Callum Park who made his debut last night at the GPWA show against BT Gunn. What a fucking show, my man. He's done so well, he's done us proud. So, um, I'm not going to be all mushy, don't worry, we'll fucking get to him later on. But um, We'll critique his match. Of course, that's it, we've got to. So, I'll introduce as I say, we've got Callum Park, we've got Marco Mack, We've got Gary as normal, and then we've got Alan here as well, asking some questions, so... We're all pretty fucking broken for last night. We are. <laughs> so we, we, we were out celebrating Callum's uh, night last night. Went to the cat house. Uh, went to the cat house, like, as twice I've been there about a month, and that's about the first time in about 18 years, so... Um, I should be firing out the first fan questions then. Well, I think we should just ask them how they are. Fuck I, Agdon Bastard. I shake, man. Ask apologies him. there, my apologies. So, how you doing guys? I'm not bad. Good to I'm see you. You're doing good. Excellent. So, what has been your preconceptions of coming onto the show? Uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, listened in a few times, so it's, 
It's good too, brother. Excellent, man. Excellent. Crowbar. I'm just here for the beer and pizza. Excellent. <laughs> well, Domino's is good. It should arrive during the half hour broadcast. Oh, if you hear a buzz. If it doesn't arrive, then do we get it for free? I think we do. No, I don't think we've got the 30 minutes or less anymore. So, I don't think that works. But anyway. Fans' questions. Exactly. So, um, who's got the first one? I think it's Alan. Me. First question is from John Goose Garricker. Goose. Goose as uh, where did the name and concept for the purge come from? Ooh, that's a good question. question. Is it the tag team name or the singles name or oh, you mm. can do both if you want. Yeah, if you want. Alright, I'll start with the tag team name. Mm. Um when we originally started tagging, we were on a book calling ourselves Sons of Anarchy because we'll <laughs> rip off Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Funny how that never took off. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't understand how it never took off. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I thought it was one of my best ideas ever. <laughs> I and, mean, uh, I, I'm here sitting looking like Opie, you know what I mean? Uh, so. <laughs> I was thinking earlier on that um, you do look like him. Aye. Aye. I, I forgot, there was one of the characters. Those bars, aye, just fucking, it's the heart, man, it makes it. It's the heart and the beard. By the way, I was going to say, if Opie ate clay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bits are on Perlman at my teeth. <laughs> Hellboy's a massive bastard, man. There he is. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so inspired the tag team name. Um, well, we figured Tons of Anarchy was a wee bit pish, so then we were running through ideas and and the pods just kind of happened. And we, we were bouncing, off, bouncing ideas off each other, came up with the pods and it kind of went, that sounds alright. Mm-hmm. Um, the as for the concept of the tag team, um, we 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 do ride bikes in in real life, so it's it's with any kind of character work, I feel that your character should be an extension of yourself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's a it was just a pretty easy transition to go, for me to to crowbar mm-hmm. or or for us to to, to the purge, um, and that's all we've been doing. Riding bikes, don't fuck it to people. Nice. That's, that's what we do, anyway. That's what we do, anyway. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because the origin of the purge, I wasn't there at the start. No. I was doing my solo stuff. Uh, and that's when we brought into the purge, and I guess that's what we should be riding about. What about your solo stuff? So, your own name, your own brand that you were building? Uh, the Outlaw Stevie James. Um, it's me, basically. I've always been a loner, I've always been just going to do what I want to get to where I need to get to. And uh, mm-hmm. my name is Stevie James, so like, um, like the character I play it is me, so mm-hmm. it wasn't much different from my normal life. Uh, just get to kick a kick a few more heads and <laughs> get a few it. more bodies, eh? <laughs> <laughs> <Get DDTs, laughs> pay for it, eh? So, well, that's it, eh? And what about crowbar? It's a good aye. good story behind this. Um, <clears throat> aye, when again with, with with the tag team, if you're ever a well, if you're a boy growing up watching wrestling and you've got all these ideas of how you'd be as a wrestler, yeah. what kind of wrestler you'd be, what your name would be. Your name and and shit like that's probably the first thing that that comes to you. Um, so I was wanting to be Dale a rip off a Killer Kowalski, <laughs> but the Killer Kowalski go for the whole oh, like, kind of mental kind of Polish, Polish thing, thing, thing. Kind of thing. <clears throat> and uh, so I kind of had that in the back of my head. And we done a seminar with with Rhino. It's probably just over a year ago. And. Uh, we were tying up and, and shit like that and he turned around and he went, right, everybody stop, has anybody gone in a wee bit, a wee bit tough, a wee bit stiff? 
nede i Pudahonat, and I was like, uh, fuck it, I'll put my horn up. And he went, for new one, I'm calling you Crowbar. And then it just stuck. It stuck Ever since then, everybody's we just calling me fine. Crowbar. Aye, that's you can see that Rhino gave them their name, I guess, correct? Well, I mean, Rhino's a, been a big part of ICW in the last he few has. years, so it's, it's, I think it's... Good lad. Aye, the, the, the guy's, the guy's cracking any time. Well, during the seminar, when we were talking to him, the, the, the guy is... Aye. See, with anybody that's came in at the asylum, see with the coaches, or they, they, they are... Without them, without anybody that we've encountered, Aye. be it people backstage at ICW mm. or that, we wouldn't be where we are. Aye. Individually, the, the five of them, you know, and then the seminars we get, it's just outstanding. Like, ah. the stuff we get to do for it, like, Definitely learn, learn, other people don't ah. get that. Right. Someplace else. It must be quite an interesting experience, like, you know, it's like just as a wrestling fan originally to start with, and then oh, yeah, the, getting to see that. The people we've had come in and train us is, if you were a kid, you would never think you would get a chance to meet them, you know, let alone just speak to them normally. It's out, and that's amazing. Right. Do you think, uh, is Elliot, like, sort of, came to a point where you're like, fuck man, this is actually happening, it's like, is it that realisation that you're actually doing it? Uh, we got to shake the hand of William Regal, and uh, that was, well, that blew my mind, the fact that I got to meet him, I've always loved him as a kid, you know, Aye. it just blew my mind, the fact that I shook his hand still, I could probably can't believe it, you know, but uh, it happened. When did you find out he was there, potentially watching the match, did that rattle you a wee bit? Um, it fucking rattled me. Because originally um we weren't booked on that Manchester show right. and we went down and we got told we, we just walked in the door and we got told you are having a match against the Hansel Man's Club and we're like, ah, alright, cool. Well, so right. so uh Sam Barber and C S Rose came out and we just done done a match. I think the match went for Ten minutes, uh, eight minutes, so, so, something like that, and standard. and the pop, both teams go go that night. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, it's there's nothing. You can't even replicate that when when you walk out and and people cheer you and uh, it's like the in the asylum show when we fucking tore that place apart and the full crowd was just shouting let them fight, let them fight right. and, and that was fucking brilliant such man. a rush in it, it's like off for us just let me fight if you so. think that atmosphere was good I mean can you imagine what it would be like oh, for like a show at the garage with that that oh. atmosphere like or like say the bar is aye. Oh, too. aye it's, it's fucking see, it's even that'd be amazing aye <laughs> It must be, I mean, you, 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 you all know yourself, you, you're the fans, so going in and watching the events um, and just feeding off the atmosphere to all the other fans and, and stuff like that, it's just fucking mental. Uh, it's, it's, it's great, man, it's probably man, one of the best feelings. Mm -hmm. And you're going out and you're in a ring with, with, with your mate and you're kicking a couple of rich kids' arses and no. shit like that, it's, it's fucking brilliant. Right, good no. to watch that, I know. I know. No. <laughs> Kyle getting his ass kicked. Aye, uh, sorry Kyle. <laughs> He'll get his own soon. Sorry Downs. I know. <laughs> it's always good battle, isn't it? Aye. Uh, good to watch. Overprivileged dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Next one, Andy. The next question is for Liz McGee. Hey, hi Liz, how you doing? Good to see you, pal. Um, so, how did you two get together as a team? Night Asylum 4. Four. I was on the uh, the rich kids. I, 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 I did port you in. 
And uh, nah, I had no problem taking a bit of money to bat Sunday. So I thought, nah, no problem. <laughs> and, uh, but he never done much fucking battering because he can't touch us. You shut it. <laughs> Few more beers, then we'll get into that. Aye. Uh, no, but they ended that match. Maybe dafties that they are. They ended up screwing me with my pay. And the end of the match, Crowbar, uh, Joker, ended up having my back against him. We gave him a kicking, and then after that, we had a few beers, got chatting, and it turns out we worked well together. You know what I mean? Aye. Same ideas, same same goals in mind. Aye. So. So like the the probably shot for the clubhouse. It was like. I will. Shortly after. After pretty much after night of seven four, we went and got wellied and Aye. talked about it ever since. We've just been hanging about the clubhouse, talking about ideas. Mm. Just pretty much trying to get, we're just thinking ideas on where we're going to get to the top of the mountain, man. Right, sounds good. So, Crowbar, to answer that question, like, is, is it, would you say it's pretty much the same? Aye. Aye. I mean, you, you, you look at the... Our fighting styles are pretty similar. Um, it's just unfortunate that we had to... Or Stevie had to uh, go through ten minutes of tagging with, <coughs> with the rich kids. To, aye, <laughs> fucking <laughs> assholes. And then, <laughs> see, <clears throat> we've seen Steven train, we've seen Steven matches, because he's had matches against Lionheart, and, and Lionheart's tweeted and, and mm. fucking praised him and shit like that. Um, so Stevie is one of the guys that we've always looked at and went, I, I, I can't, could probably hang with us and stuff like that. And when the rich kids came up and they fucked him out, his, his pie and that, it was... We don't need much of an excuse to battle the rich kids, and it was just no. through circumstance that that was Stevie joining the purge. Right. Uh, I'd rather battle them anyway than get the money, to be honest. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, what good in the end? Well, just don't have any kettles <coughs> in a bill. The last oh, one. Oh, that's <laughs> too many, it? It's Aye. total. Aye. Aye. I mean, oh, no. like, Ravy was like, just there was a look in his face. He's like, shot guy. Oh, oh fuck! I didn't mean that to him. Shit. But it was the cut in his head afterwards, which was quite funny. But, uh, Quite funny. Day. I'll tell you what, see, see if we're being <coughs> overprivileged dickheads, that they're fucking tough. They can they can hang with you and, and they're fucking tough and they can dish it out, which is surprising because... You just wish they'd shut up, isn't it? I fucking stupid American accent. <laughs> what the fuck's that about? It's worse than a fucking West End accent. I think that's probably... That's probably the fucking... That, oh, the fucking accents and their, uh, the music, the music, <laughs> and, and, and the fact that they call their finisher a splash mountain, oh, just no. fucking rips my nothing. Splash <laughs> <laughs> Fucking honestly. So maybe swiftly moving on before a riot ensues. Hi, your next um, question, Gary. So oh, I've got I'll here for it. Got next question is from James Campbell. So what's been your favourite match to wrestle in since you've started? And I've tagged on from ICW, GPWA, and Pro Wrestling Elite. So, Steve looks like he's deep in thought. Crowbar. It's always a tough one. Aye, it's always a tough one because you. you, Do you leave him to it? Like, say, no, it's not that. Every match is different. Mm -hmm. I mean, the matches we we have against the rich kids or the handsome, handsome man's club. Um, are completely different to the match we had against TJ Rage and, and Krieger. Uh, when TJ Rage and Krieger was just a fucking brawl, man. Was we, awesome. we, we, we ripped that fucking place mm. apart. I and we were outside the ring, we were in it. You know I, what I mean? <laughs> it, was, it was fucking mental, and, and 
fuck knows how Thomas managed to, to control that match because I don't know. I couldn't see him. I, I, that was just <laughs> was there, man. I don't remember seeing him. So it would be hard to pinpoint one specific match because every match is different and I enjoy going out and every match, every match, the move sets are, or the, the moves that we do are different in every match. TJ Rage was just, TJ Rage and Craig was just a fucking absolute brawl. Yeah, it was, it was hardly any wrestling. Um, the Handsome Man's Club in Manchester, that was a wrestling match. Uh, the Rich Kids last night favorite. was was a bit of, bit of both, so it's just... Both. I think it ultimately depends on what kind of mood we're in when we yeah. step in at that ring and and that's Aye. that's that. So to pick one specific match out, I'd be I'd be really hard pressed for an answer. because you enjoy the brawls just as much as you enjoy the actual in ring stuff, you know, as level. I like fighting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> chair wars. Really, that was brilliant. Yeah, Sword fighting the chairs. Uh, if there's so punches getting thrown, then the boys are happy. That's it. Uh, next one's for Brendan Doig. I like saying that. Doig. 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 Um, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You better pop for you, Brendan. Pop the girl. He said the, in ICW, the tag team division has had more than a light shone on it in recent months. The same with GPWA and a lot of the tag matches that they book. Um, so he's asking, what do you think is the key difference between being a tag team and then being a singles wrestler? I know Stevie's been more a singles wrestler than what he has a tag team, so... Singles, you're in control of everything. Um, one of the things you would know you're watching your back pretty much. When I was right. on my own, like, that was it, straight up on my own. Uh, when you've got a tag team, you know, you've got somebody you can talk to, uh, you can go, you just game plan, strategy, you can think things like that, you know, on your own, you're just stuck with you and your lead. Um, which is also is good as well, you know. It makes you a bit focused, but mm. being a tag team is good because you've got the somebody that watching your back, you know. Like Ben goes down, like the rich kids, you know. Aye. Like, so empty. Yeah, that's the difference. He's eyes in the back of your head. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So if you're crowbar watching your back, you're alright, you know what I mean. So I had to feel pretty safe with that, aye. Yeah. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Hush. that. Hush. You're the next question. So next question is from Gordon Brown. No. He normally gets a wee part. No, Text to no. like son. Nay, uh, nay, Prime Minister jokes. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. Prime Minister. Oh, shit. There you go. He's a fat uh, boy. Look like a sad scrotum. <laughs> and he's the fucking five, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you can run the country into the fucking pits, but if you're the five, that's fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, who would be your dream opponents? But I think maybe expand, say maybe past, present. Aye. Ooh. If you could maybe choose. Alive. Right. Not here, but what is Tag teams or single teams? Anybody wants one? Anything? The Bella Twins. <laughs> 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 you can't touch. Aye. <laughs> 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 that was really good. Pizza? Pizza. Yeah, Pizza. Pizza. How are we going to handle this on a live broadcast? Keep going. Pause Just for one. Um, um, pizza's Best tag team in there. So we're just uh, getting this here just now. When I was growing up and I was watching wrestling, um, the I loved Demolition because uh, Demolition Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom, I love. Aye, that, that's it. Shit like that. They, they just went out and they just wanted to fucking fight and uh, Demo, aye. They know, De- Demolition. Demolition. Yeah, Demolition. Heart Foundation. <laughs> fucking um, the Brainbusters. Mm. I, I I would like to fucking go toe to toe with Arn Anderson. 
Hollywood boys. Aye, you know what I mean? Like, they're ridiculous. They're good. Foxy Crowbar, what did you order, man? See the pizza? I can smell the garlic for a meal, I The dog's gonna have his nut. You need to go in the cage, I think, for this one. Aye. So, um, singles. Singles? Um, um, oh, it's too many, man. It's far too many. Brett Hart, Sean Michaels, you know? Ah, Brett, Brett Hart would be. Aye, uh, Steve Austin, because I absolutely love to get him, so. So who? Anybody else? Too many. There, I, there's just that many because. What you, about current roster for H W? Oh. Everybody. Aye, every single Honestly, one. Honestly, everybody is fucking. I will go into ICW and I will fight anybody and everybody. Aye, yeah, more um, than them, you know what I mean? Uh, Joe Hendry. I've got a wee bit of bone to pick with Joe Hendry yeah, for sitting on my bike. Right. Um, so that might be. Um, something might come of that, I don't know, or I might just pull him aside and go. Nobody mind, aye. Uh, Joe Hendry, David Blues. Yeah. Local fire, just. Aye. But ICW, anybody. Aye. Whoever's up for the challenge? What? Whoever's up for the challenge? <coughs> don't really think they've got much of a chance. Or much of a choice, rather. Who mm. do you think would give you the best fight? Depends, yes. again. I mean, do, do, do you want a brawl or do, or do you want a wrestling straight match? Up, or? Straight up brawl. Right. Straight, yeah, up, straight brawl. up brawl. Even better, Glasgow Street fight. Aye. Any case. Any case. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, brilliant That would be the, the biggest challenge, aye, but. Aye. You know what I mean? That would definitely. That, 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 that would be fun. That would be excellent. For me, anyway, like. Sounds like a good night. Eh? Like, it's, it would be a hard one for me. Like, uh, always been a that guy, but you guys are slowly becoming a good favourite as well, and it's like. That'll be a hard match to watch. As a fan, because uh, I don't know who to cheer for, uh, uh, but at the same time, I kind of wait to see it, uh, and it's just one of the things I thought. As soon as I first saw you guys come out, I was like, "Them and that, I've got to fucking." The Sumerian Death Squad as well. Yes, I mean, probably three years and a, a triple man uh, tag. A triple threat. False count anywhere outside of fucking man. steel cage. And a cage. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> With a ladder. With barbed wire. Aye, fuck it. <laughs> Exploding barbed wire. Piranhas. Aye. And a fish time. Fuck that. Fuck your piranha stuff. That's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, who's got the next question here? It's you. Be Jordan. Me? Jordan L. Duderino Law. So, um, Duderino. Yeah, he's just. It's not it's not it's dead unfortunately, but um, if you could feud with any tag team, past or present, no, I think that was one we just read. Similar, I think it would have been that if you could feud with any tag team, past or present, who would it be and why? If you could join any faction from any company and era, uh, which would it be? That's a better one. Uh, any faction you could have joined, aye, over the years. None really. Ministry of Darkness, man, he'd have fitted right in with the Ministry of Darkness. Well, they, 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 they had the, the Acolytes, you know. Uh, the uh, I think we'd have got along with them pretty well, actually. Uh, <laughs> the Acolytes are probably a team that, that, that you'd want to throw down with. I imagine um, a match with them. Aye, that would just be a straight up. Aye, and then you go for a beer with them afterwards. Aye, but I might see. I can't play poker. I might get that done. Honestly, can't. I Snaps my whack. Me Rummy, I'm fucking Polish, I can't count to 21. Fuck's sake. Um it's all out. We'll teach you, don't worry. Um 
factions. I think my idea, and this isn't strictly talking for for, for the Podshers as a group, why why would we want to join a faction? Mm-hmm. Why, why would we want to be somebody's lackey or somebody's bitch? Mm-hmm. Why not mm-hmm. somebody join us? Aye. I mean, the, the, the good thing that I can see about the Podshers, their circle is we, so I know pretty much what Stevie's thinking, Stevie knows what I'm thinking. Yeah. So if you bring more people into that mix, the faction's just going to start cracking and imploding and like, like essentially what the factions did day yeah. back in the day. Yeah. If you go, like see, the, the, the NAK, the, your virus had Renfrew and BT Gun. They know each other inside out. Yeah. And, and see that, why would you, I mean look at the guys that they brought in that have eventually just fucked off for, for the rain fucking for, for the rain end mm-hmm. right why would you want to bring anybody or why would you want to join a faction just for that to happen why not keep your team in a in a wee circle so you know exactly what's happening and you can go and just fucking wipe it anybody out right yeah that's it it's just we, yeah. need we don't need to answer the MD we don't need to worry about somebody going to double crosses I know he's good he knows I'm good that's it. We make, get a job done. Yeah. Aye. We, we make our own rules. Hmm? Do you date if the price is right? Hired guns? Maybe for one night or something? Think back to the old Ted DiBiase days. Is Ted DiBiase oh. came Is there a, a price for the punch? Everybody's got uh, a price. Well, I know. Depends if it's fun, See if it's righteous. Then. What if it's glorious? Like, what is? Do you want this amount of money to go and bat the rich kids again? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's But I don't know. On it, honestly, you'll know no until you're in that situation. But mm. see if it's righteous, then that's cool. Because my my take on life is there's two types of people in this world. There's worse cunts and there's good cunts. Right. <laughs> right. Essentially, see if you're a cunt. To me, you're going to get treated like a cunt. If you're a good cunt, you'll get treated like a good cunt. And, and that's pretty much it. That's what I think it all boils, doesn't it? Definitely. Good cunt. I think we've just used the cunt meter up. <laughs> cunt meters are? Well, I don't know where the cunt meter. Uh, in red now. <clears throat> it's a bit small. See, Scott Macquarie's put a question. It's actually quite similar. He asked about the purge always staying as a tag team or maybe trying to dominate and add more members. But... Uh, would, would that be on the cards, as you just said, maybe? Well, we certainly want to join somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah. If, we want, if, if we are going to actively recruiting for another member or stuff like that, then... For a damn good reason. Aye. 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 They'd, they'd have to be of a similar kind of um, thought process to us. Because you don't want somebody coming in that can't cut it. Because it just makes you look like fucking assholes. Okay, to the light, man. Uh, point, you know? Once you're in, you're in. And you can't get out, pretty much, unless you get a crowbar to read. It. Sounds like Scientology. I think no coming back with that. <laughs> so, He's uh, actually tagged on, by the way. I hope you understand what this means. It says, can Stevie settle an argument? Was he up Greenhill Spa in EK last week? Because he's called Brian, because my missus is adamant she served him. And he's fed up listening to her about it. I don't know. So, were you East Cobraid last week? Probably not. Wasn't it him? That, so. Or was it? You can tell your missus. Or was it? If he didn't rob the show. Stevie G. I just got some kind of held it up. (laughs) 
Do you try to get description? I was buying the killer, it could have been. Oh, love tequila. So, we've got another question from Nathan Lyon. Why are you always lying? Oh, I'm so heavy. It says, outside of your busy training schedule at GPWA, what do you boys do to relax? Ooh, what do you do to relax? I like it. That's different. That's a fucking good question. Listen to tunes. Well, when we're not kicking about with each other, I'll genuinely... Most of the time I'm sleeping, if I'm not sleeping, I'm out on my bike. I'm just kicking about my bike, just... It's just me and my bike, and I'm just going doing fucking whatever road and just... Fuck it. It's just me and my bike. I can lose hours on my bike. I'm going to say, I'm just quiet, like to chill, uh, sit and watch wrestling for hours to be honest with you. Right. I'm in it. I've always done it since I was a wee guy, it's just constantly watch wrestling, so that's, that's my relaxing. What's so, like... You're a big music fan, obviously. You've got tattoos. You've got the Metallica one, you've got the Perfect Circle yep, yep. one. So, what other sort of stuff are you into? My music list is genred. Um, I love from Slayer to Pantera, other bit of Pink Floyd, you know. Yeah, and the occasional Kenny Rogers or anything. Uh, I like Kenny Rogers, eh? Love the Top Gun soundtrack. You know, I just, Edinburgh, such a varied taste of music, it's unbelievable. Um, but Elvis in there, you know. Is there anything that you listen to that people wouldn't expect? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. That was a sort of country. So Lionel Richie. Well, I got Lionel. Those two songs, mind you, but that's the tune. There you go. That's my karaoke jam. See if I'd known that before you came in at the podcast. Yeah, we did. Kenny Rogers. Played the day, you know. You love busted. You know you love busted. So, uh, our next question, I believe, is from was Scott McElwraith. No, I've just done uh, that one. Because I, I missed one out, and Alan had to point it out to try and make me look stupid. So, thanks. Right, alright, sorry. So, the next one's actually Alan, I believe. So, it's going to get to me. It's John, it's John Goose again. Goose. What's um, He wants to know who on the current indie, indie scene, if you could cherry pick, would you like to pick yourselves against? Let's go, Bills. Oh, oh man, that'd be dynamite. I'd love it so that'd much. That would be sweet. That would be fucking awesome. What's magic, that? I would probably say the uh, wall machine. Oh, oh aye. Oh. I think we've already discussed it. I mean, like to see, you know, so that's a good foursome, you know. I might be fucking too much beard. We might just end up getting tangled. I'd just be like four fat Siamese twins walking about. Too much beard. So, um, next question really then is for our... Wait a minute, you're right here in the room? Exactly. Jamie. Yeah, but you loved it, so it doesn't count. Sometimes, right, I take a bit of, what's the word, artistic liberties, and I reword some of the questions to make them sound a bit better. So she's pulling me up. I didn't mean mean that your question was not anyway. Andy, read it out. So... Jimmy asked Stevie, uh, how does it feel being part of the Pudge? It's fantastic, if I'm honest with you. Um, before it, I was loving my solo stuff, you know. But since I've joined, like, me and Crowbar have just clicked, you know what I mean? Like, we've got the same goals in mind, so it's it's good that we're both focused in what we want. Uh, I have just, it's a blast now, man, just riding and drinking beers and fighting. So, you and Wolfie had the James Gang there yeah. first. Like, tell us a wee bit about that. Yeah, that came together, just me and Wolfie got talking and he was saying he was enjoying and he thinks he was progressing well. And he was like, should get together. 
Right. And that's what happened the one night at Asylum shows. And I mean, we're both have been a biker as well. It's yeah. Uh, it was a fantastic experience, you know. Like, right. He is one of the coaches as well. But learning from in-match stuff, it was phenomenal. Right. Uh, you, you can't beat it. Like, learning on like doing it, you know. Uh, the advice he gave me was simply go. You know, he's helped me in my career. It was, it's made it outstanding. Excellent. And being Excellent. the purges, you know, that's a blast as well. So. Alan, you've got the next question. <laughs> Could you say that again, please, Mark? Alan, you've got the next question. I have indeed. So the next question is from Ryan Sweeney. Now, this is actually from the Instagram page. Comment, you put a question on Instagram? Put a question on Instagram, right. yep. That's the first so question on Instagram. I so would give my shout out on Cheers, this. Ryan. And Ryan's actually been mentioned on the show a few times. He helps set up Kid Fights uh, show at the, was it the Bellatron? I think it was, aye. Aye, so it was something so, there. Comment on Instagram, Cherry. Aye, aye, aye. You've broke his in, Ryan. Thank well, you. Um, we'll actually get your address now. We'll send you a set of badges yeah. as a wee thank you for coming. A wee wristband as well, so, maybe. I've actually got his address. I'll aye. tell you how, but I'll go. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, quite a few things. I'm going to break it down a wee bit. So the first one, I really like this question. <clears throat> is there a specific tag team that has influenced your gimmick and move set? Oh, oh, nice. Oh. I watch a lot of early 90s wrestling, like the Demolition and Legion of Doom, Heart Foundation, and and for me, I've just, everything that I've watched, I've just seen. I mean, there's stuff that we could do, but we don't do it because it just doesn't suit us, if, if you know what I mean. I mean, you, you don't want to see two bikers jump off a tab rope doing like triple McCormick's fucking. Nice. <laughs> Eight million fucking kicks <laughs> and, and shit like that. No, we could, but our style gets the job done, so it's, there's no point in changing it up. But uh. for me, influence wise, like I'd say maybe Bret Hart, uh, Shawn Michaels wise, uh, mm -hmm. I definitely they too. Um, but as he says, we could fly about. What was the point? We could just do our fists. There's a chance of getting an injured when you fly about, I know. Suck that shit. Have that. Fucking wait me. That can't fucking. <laughs> I can't even jump. <laughs> See me try getting anything. ring. No true. You um, jumped yesterday. You drove Kyle's, uh, chaos. Chaos. head out of the mat. Spike power. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh now that you've mentioned that, um, we had a wee chat with you guys yesterday at the show, and uh, after your match, I came to you and I says, "Look, that spike pile driver deserves a name." Because it is fucking menacing. Nah, it's it is absolutely menacing. and Didn't expect to see it. To see it being pulled off in that fashion was absolutely superb. So what the Purge have kindly done is they've allowed us to run a small competition. So this will probably be posted on Facebook. Um, everywhere. Everywhere. Wow. So you'll hear about this anyway if the show's already been going, going to be coming out anyway. So what we want you to do is to like and share the page as much as you can. And what we want you to do is name that finishing manoeuvre for the purge. And whoever wins this will get a limited, one-of-a-kind purge t-shirt. So well, These guys won't even have the design. No, this, yours, we will be designing this. It will be custom-made for you. So okay. this will be um, our good friend Alan here who will be designing the t-shirt. So it'll be so. shite. <laughs> I'm only joking, Alan. I'm only joking. So, guys. You're further um, than the list than me. He is now. <laughs> this is obviously uh, a broadcast. For audio, so, I was pointing to Carl. What we'll do is uh, we'll put all the details on Facebook and we'll just take it from our next question. So, I think I'll quickly ask this one. 
Well, Sterling got normal. Oh, sorry, oh, he's right. the because he asked quite a bit. So oh, he's chopped it down. I've chopped that it down. We did have the the what tag team would you most like to face in world and why, but we've already covered that. But got another two here for it, from it. Uh, who do you see as your main opposition in GPWA and ICW? Everyone is now. Is we're going to go through everybody. Everyone's like, fair game. Nah, uh-huh. there's not one tag team we're looking at going. You. Uh-huh. I mean, we just want to be the tag team, but we'll go through everybody. You know, it's like, quite a part. I know. I. Quite a part, but on <laughs> on another note, you know, there's a lot of tag teams there. Um, that on their day can be anybody. I mean, we on a, on our day we can be anybody. Hmm. The rich kids on their on their day can be anybody because. See if they, see if they want a good, they want to be in the ring. Aye. Same with the handsome man's same club. club. Same, same with, and in regards to GPWA, there's a lot of talent about to break through. The GPWA is running, is going to start running these proving ground shows, um, where you will see a lot of new talent coming Aye. through. Like say guys, uh. Somebody in GPWA that doesn't get a lot of mention is Irvin Garrett. Yeah. Uh, that guy, the, the, uh, yeah, the, the, the amount so of roles that that guy's got Aye. is mental. Um, you've got like say... He does tie you up the odds, I think. Michael Park, who, who fucking... Aye. One of the matches of the night. Um, you've got a shitload of talent coming through in GPWA, so... Anybody that's coming through GPWA or anybody that's an ICW is a threat. Yep. And on their day they, they can beat anybody but we are not there to get bet. No. We're <laughs> gonna run through everybody so but everybody is as a potential threat. They're all on the list. So, the kill list. Yeah, yeah, the list. And just finally even just adding on to that there as well, it says what is it like being part of the asylum and watching it grow more and more each day? So obviously you guys have got the asylum originals markings on the jackets as well. How does it feel being a part of that and watching it grow? You're saying obviously you get the proving ground and guys and talents are up and coming, coming straight through. It's, it's unbelievable. It's easily the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and it's great because every like couple of months as we're just getting bigger, new stuff's happening, as you're saying, the proving ground show, it's, it's, like, it's a great experience just to be part of something so awesome. Yeah. I think it's, it's phenomenal. phenomenal. To think where you were a year ago or two year ago, um, there's guys that, that walk into the asylum that you, for anybody that thinks that walking into the asylum's a cakewalk, it's it's, it's no, fuck. It's not. It's, it's no. The you're investing a lot of time into you developing yourself as as a wrestler and and stuff like that, and they've got. A class facilities there that they've got we um weights area, they've got two rings that, that they've got. Uh, the asylum itself. So. Aye. It's, it's phenomenal. Location wise, could have been a better location. Aye. And for every trainee that walks through there, you know, it's he's all trained together, he's their all pals and there there isn't I don't think there's any bad blood at all in the asylum it's like mm. one big one big Fuck off, happy family. We we all do stuff together. What is that? Um, as trainees, we, we we all go out and we all do kind of social events together and stuff like that. But when it comes to like game day, and we all step into the ring, we we bat a fuck out each other. That's it. There's no holding we, back. We really really do, and that's 
that's a testament to the coaches, to the GPW itself and every other trainee that's walking through that door yeah. that, that completes the, the, the six week intake, the, the induction, because if you complete that, you're, you're no there, but you're on the right path. It's, it's the way they train you, it's that you train like as if you were in a match when you're in training and all that stuff. Like You go full force, you don't slack or anything like that, so mm -hmm. they push you to your, your full potential. You know? mm -hmm. like, they won't let you slack, they'll, they'll bust you to do better than you want to do better. Because every one of us wants to see the place just go further. It's Aye, it will get the potential to be massive. Any trainee that, that walks through that door that, that's on shows or that's going to be coming on to shows and that, every trainee's got the same mindset. They want to be a champion, they, they want to be the best that they can and with whatever, with the time and the effort that the GPWA coaches are investing in them, they want to return that and, and just do the best they can. It's a lot bigger than, than what it is. To actually kind of know what we're talking about, you really need to experience it. Aye, we do. Aye. It's, it's, it can be difficult to try and convey it, but when you're there, you get it, you feel it. Aye. That's it, you do, you feel it. Aye. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you you and Callum would be speaking for experience. I mean, so, like, me, Gary and Alan and that, we've had no experience whatsoever. I mean, so us, like, the first time coming into ring, I mean, I'm not exactly fit. I can't exactly run the length of myself. So, what I could imagine doing what you guys can do. So, it's, it's obviously, you've got a different mindset for other people. If you love it that much, you've got the passion for it, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm passionate about wrestling, but in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like the way I'm passionate about wrestling is how it excites me. Aye, yeah. What I love seeing in wrestling, you're, what I like to watch. Essentially, you're the guy, you're the reason we do this. You're buying the ticket, <coughs> we might put it on a show for you. Aye. So it's... Uh, your chances, you're giving us that rush. That, aye, this. The, the big wheel keeps fucking turning. You buy the ticket, we put, we put it on the show. You cheer for us, you boo for us. We, we, we get half in that, so we put on a show, you buy the ticket. Aye. It's, it's just a big fucking circle. It, it keeps going round and round and round. And, it, and it's, I think it's like one of the best sort of partnerships like a promotion and fans have. Aye. Is that they keep each other afloat. Aye. Aye. Because you couldn't have one without the other. Aye, true. That's it. Any fans, with, with, with the fans, with, with GPWA, with the fans with GPWA, I mean, that's five, five shows that we've sold out. Nobody can get tickets for, for a GP. They're I'm selling out a month in advance and, and shit like that. Again, it's a testament to the fans, it's a testament to the trainees, it's a testament to the fucking coaches because we are doing something big and I would urge anybody, if they're ever thinking about it, get involved in it. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. get involved in it, whether it be coming and watching the shows mm -hmm. or becoming a trainee. Just fucking get involved it's in like it. If you've ever really wanted to become a wrestler, you know, it's something you've always thought about but you've just never really thought, oh, I can go do it and then if you really, you want to do it, you know. It's good to know if it's something that you can do because you, see, you see people come in and they really, really want to do it but they're just no cut for it. Mm. But likewise, you'll see folk that will sign up and they'll come in and they're kind of, they're just testing the water, they really like this and then they take their first couple of bumps and they just go from being sort of on the cusp to like, I'm fucking well at this, right. I'm well at it, they just become, they obsess over it and they start thinking of ideas and gimmicks and all that and you see them running away and you're like, fuck, when you first came in here you were like, eh, just see how it goes. So it kind of just depends what your personality type is. Yeah, you either people, fucking love it or you're like, nah, hurt too much. people come in that they, they look as if they're going to be really great and then they, they go, they can't handle it. 
there's so much to it. There's so much to it. Like, see, being a fan of wrestling before you started training, were you one of these types of fans that would have your own gimmicks and make up your own characters? And as I, I was younger, like, when you were younger, oh, I yeah, you know, if I was used to get together at the parks and stuff and just wrestle each other and all that, <laughs> do hurricane runners and all that. It was, aye. Yeah. Did you ever come up with a gimmick when you were younger? Aye. Did you ever think about it? Oh, just Stevie. It was always just Stevie, yeah. aye. I used to kill when I was a vet. Aye, kill when you were a vet. Mark the kill. Come up with like. I'd come up with an animal, different animals. So you, you'd be like a really fucking shite dog to do a little. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is when it cuts to like promos, you'd see, you'd see like a stuffed animal that I'd come up with the week before. So you'd be like, alive, like, the week he's before. killing the animals. But it'd be all sort of tongue in cheek. That's a fucked up gimmick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not doing it by the way. It's not going to be my I always hoped I'd go at like seven foot tall. You know, like, 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 like you know, type of like a Kevin Nash kick thing going, but that never happened. <laughs> Big flex. Flex Big flex. I'll be one shite Kevin Nash. So. He's a better Not Kevin Nash. <laughs> no, we love you, Flex. You're a good yeah. man. No, we don't, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, next question is for fucking uh, fellow uh, trainee and uh, Fresh Prince of Bramoyne Square. Of Bramoyne Square. Very, very Davy. Very, very Davy. Who would win a fight between Crowbar and Stevie James? I know he's mixing up. He's trying to mix it up, boys. He's a scamp. The, the, the boy is an absolute scamp. Yeah, he is. He's a lovable role. Nah, he's, he's a good boy. Are we going to fight? Well, the thing is, nah, it's happened many an occasion. You know what I mean? Uh, and it always ends the same way. Uh, uh, two, beers. I, 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 I talking about who's actually the hardest. I, I, I think <laughs> they knew that we're at a kind of level pegging. Right. Um, but... The outcome, the outcome of the fight side was the same. We just sat at the bar and had beers and talked about how fucking stupid we are. That's pretty good. It's a pretty unique bond to, to have because see, see if you can knock fuck it, knock fuck it your pal or Aye. your brother or or whatever you want to term it, and then at the end of it, you don't hold any grudges. You just have a beer and go. Aye. We're a couple of fucking dickheads. Aye. And you just be flat. That's it. What Aye. else can happen after that? Because you you've fucking pushed it to the edge. What better can and, you do? Uh, aye, mm. what, what better can you do? See, it's good if you get a mate like that, because like, me and Crowbar, like, people go to the gym, punch a punch bag, just punch a mate. <laughs> <laughs> just punch what, 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 why spend fucking 20 pounds a month punching a punch bag when you can punch a mate for <laughs> fuck all? Exactly, exactly. You'll do it back to you, so you'll go to learn <laughs> to avoid it. It's the only interactive service that you can get for free. Oh, you. So, our next question, um, what would you say has been your biggest challenge since starting your wrestling journey? You need to stay really like, fit constantly, I'll give you that. Like, that. Not so much a challenge, but like, you need to push yourself like, when you first start. You start doing the workouts, the squats and all that. You're dead. You're dead, I'll yeah, be honest. I couldn't walk for a week and that's not a lie. Takes toll on you, but like, if you keep pushing yourself, you're noticing yourself get better and then it gives you, you get more amped up and you're like, oh, I'm going to be there. Just constantly keep pushing yourself. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Like, I don't give up. You know what I mean? I, I would agree that the, the work rate is is fucking massive because it's it's just the whole fucking. Yeah, you, need, you need to go full in. There's nothing. Aye. You, know? you 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 can't eat if, if you go in ninety percent, you're fucked. You, you need to do it one hundred ten percent all the fucking time. Um, like say, my background, I played rugby at reasonably decent level. Um, it's quite a high level, is it not? Ah, uh, it's reasonably decent. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I thought wasn't he for any injury? I, I would have fucking been playing fucking your country. Aye, playing football. Owned. Yeah. But um, and then I started sambo, uh, training with Vadim Koganov, and and that between the rugby and the sambo and that, the fucking work rate was fucking mental. Vadim Koganov is is like a literal human weapon. Um, he was in the Russian army. The the guy, the the guy can fight like fuck. Um, so his train sessions were intense and, and they were just fucking mental. But going into pro wrestling, the work rate got elevated just that wee bit more. Mm. Because it's not just training, it's fucking everything you, you need to deal with. Right. Um, it's just fucking mental. That, so, so the work rate for me was, was the biggest challenge. I've just had another question come in here, but I just want to see who it's for Sam Barber! Oh. Oh. Of the Sam Barber experience has asked, what's your favourite episode of Tons of Anarchy? Sorry, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I'd say it was uh, the episode when we barked the wee ginger fucking pleb. Ah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Cheeky wee bit wee shite. Yeah. He, has, he has a cheeky wee shite. I think he's getting his bike powder. See, the next time I'm in the ring there, I'm going to bar fuck out of him. Relax. Leave <coughs> a few marks at least, eh? He's a prick. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a really, really good wrestler, but he's so fucking egotistical and vain. Oh, okay. That's, that's what what the whole thing. fucking handsome man thing. I mean, fuck's sake, you're ginge. You're no fucking handsome. <laughs> Come on, we are the master race. El Gingerero. <laughs> Sam Barber nah. experienced stuntman sitting next to you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he's Sam, fine, but he looks like Egon Spengler on heroin. <laughs> nah, Sam, Sam Barber's a good boy. Um, I've got a lot of time for Sam Barber as a person, but Sam Barber, handsome man's club, he's a dick. <laughs> Proper dick. Right. So he went to last long in the clubhouse then? He wouldn't even get well, through the door. Well, I couldn't see him. He'd probably <laughs> throw him through the fucking door. <laughs> Probably use him as a doorstop or something. <laughs> you just fold him up like I called him. So, we've actually got another question here. Um, it doesn't actually say who it's from, I believe. Um, but uh, it says, on ICW commentary, Billy Kirkwood has said, like, you came from like, a, a tough Eastern European family. Um, can you elaborate? Now, we discussed, obviously, your family's from Poland, obviously. So, uh, I think this might be a good chance to let people hear your side of your well, growing grown up as a as a Polish boy was was pretty hard. Um, my mother's father was liberated from Auschwitz. Um, my dad came from communist Poland when when the Russians were when the pro communist government was in charge of Poland. So I came across and it was it was really fucking hard. Because when I started growing up, there was shitloads of fucking racism. Nobody wanted to be my pal because I was that Polish boy. And, and when my granddad was liberated for us, which he was getting swastikas painted on his door. So all through, shocking, man. all through my, my kind of childhood. And even even at the day, I go into some sites and there's graffiti on toilet walls and, and graffiti in building sites going, uh, big fucking swastikas or poles go back home or shit like that. And... And it's upsetting because a lot of people don't actually fucking realise that the historical connection between Poland and Scotland 
Mm-hmm. It's, it is very unknown because uh, I, I never realised there was a big connection until I met my other half. Uh, and she opened my eyes to a whole lot of things that I never knew about Glasgow. I mean, there's it's, it's not even Glasgow and just that, and it doesn't even it's go. Scotland, it's, I, it's, it's Scotland I mean, as a whole. Right. It, doesn't go, it doesn't even go back to the same world war. It goes back fucking further. Right. I mean, Bonnie Prince Charlie's mother was Polish. Um, there's villages in Poland called Scotia, which is Polish for Scotland. Mm-hmm. Where they only spoke Gaelic. I mean, I'm talking probably 15, 16 years ago, um, there was one remaining Gaelic speaker in that village for the original bloodline. Wow. And he was, he was like fucking 82 or 88, something like that, back then. So it's, it's got some deep historical ties. Mm. And for that to happen, and then me growing up and, and getting. I mean, I was constantly in fights when I was younger because people were saying, oh, you're a Polish bastard and, and this and that. And it was just, I could never talk my way out of a fight, so I had to learn how to fight when I was younger and, and learn how to take a doing. So it was, it was tough and tough and that, and half of that, I fucking grew up really fucking poor. So it was, it was tough fucking growing up as a Polish boy in Scotland because mm-hmm. you were getting it for all fucking sides. It's, it's, it's crazy to think, obviously, that even today, like the way society is, we're still having this sort of... We still get idiots, man. I know. Dude, it's it's narrow-minded. There's no crazy. need for that. There, there is no need for that. I mean, I'll, I'll go back to what I said earlier on, right? There, there, there's two types of people in this world. There's good cunts and there's worse cunts, right? I mean, fucking... See, if you're racist, you're a fucking arsehole. What? Seriously. Yeah, how can they just, just sit around a table, have a good time, if you do something wrong at me, then then I don't want to know you. If you're a good guy, you're a good guy. There is no there is no need for fucking that shit. No, it still happens, man. As they say, we all bleed red. Aye, aye. aye. So no red lightning. No red. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a black label fan. I bleed red. Yeah. <laughs> There's no black in black and red. Aye, aye. I don't know. <laughs> Before you jump into your other question you've got there, I want to uh, Daz has filed something. All right. We like Daz, big Daz Carden. What bikes do you ride? He's asked. Um, That's a good question. Uh, a sportster. A sportster? Nah, man. Uh, that and my, my lovely wee motor, which is my Renault as well. <laughs> uh, I think it's dynamic, especially kind of going on a bike in the wet days most of the time, so I use that thing back and forth to asylum mainly, you know what I mean? Aye. You've got awesome bikes, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a lovely bike. So. I've got my first bike was, uh, was a sportster. Um, tried some like Stevie's. Um, my second bike. My mum only knows about the one bike. She still thinks I've, I've only got the one bike. So <laughs> I went oh, out. I, I, I actually went out and bought a sportster on. I was I was pa- I was actually watching Sunset Anarchy and ever since I was a wee boy, I went. I just wanted a Harley because you, you're grown up and you see Harleys and it's like fucking one one of them. And I was watching Sunday Anarchy and I went. I'm going to buy a Harley. Never had a license. I fuck all. Walked in at West Coast Harley Davidson. Um, seen a, a lassie called Fiona and bought a Harley and I walked out and I was like what the fuck have I done? <laughs> Did I have a license for that? <laughs> Did I have a license I fuck all so I bought a Harley then I just fucking get my license so got my license stuff that like kicking about my Harley about a year later I was thinking I seen this bike and I was like maybe no 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 I'm not going to be that fucking stupid to, uh, to buy another bike because my sponsor's pretty cool. So I went back in at West Coast, just 
because you go on and you buy t-shirts or you buy you, you, you're pretty much buying into the lifestyle right. the holidays and I was going and seen this bike then I seen Fiona and I was like then I walked out with another bike <laughs> so, fuck's sake man 17 and a half Witchy. grand down that's uh, it I, 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 Fiona for West Coast Harley's fucking dynamite honestly she she could sell ice to the Eskimos about half a year later the Harley Davidson brought out a limited edition soft tail slim s which is like an army green colour seat so like steve mcqueen's bike in uh, the great escape oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, i've actually seen this bike right. personally and it is absolutely fucking gorgeous wow. um, i was never into bikes this seat i'm like i want one of them <laughs> it's fucking so i went and i seen it i i, I originally only seen it in, in like the magazine or the catalogue and i was like oh, that looks all right and one day i was going in for a part for my for my clyde and I walked through the door and it was just sitting there, it was a sign, just sitting there, right in the middle of the door. And I'm looking at it, and I look up and Fiona's standing there, and I'm like, ah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so, then I bought a third bike, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, man. Where do you keep them <laughs> I'm a lock-up, I'm fast running out of space, so I need to fucking do something with I get another lock up, I just sell my bikes. Oh no, I know. Do you get a chance to ride them? Oh, another one. Um, I think he wants Stevie. That's two. He wants two. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, you can't. Let's like, get the space. Variety. No, no, see, see, see the thing. You need variety in life. What? You need variety in life. Well, get your own variety. <laughs> <laughs> right. my, my, my bikes are, are like a wife, right? right. You, you, you wouldn't pass your wife off to another guy, would you? You wouldn't let Don't another you guy. You answer that. <laughs> 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 He's fighting for a bike though. For a bike, <laughs> aye. Um, I try and do the new, I'm, I'm riding my soft tail slim S a lot because it's just, it's, it's an 1800 engine and it's just, it just rips a arse off of anything. Um, if I had to upgrade the engine to its maximum, it would go to a 2.2 litre engine, maybe. Um, <laughs> it's just a fucking flying machine. So I tend to ride that more than any more other two bikes. Um, my Glide, I, w- I really want to ride my Glide again because that's just like a big fucking couch. I went to Germany and back, I went to Oktoberfest and that, and uh, I rode for 30 hours solid. You drove for here? Aye. Fuck's sake, Rode man. for 30 solid, Oof. hung over for Oktoberfest. I spent like two and a half grand mm. and a week at Oktoberfest just drinking beer and watching birds and drindles. fucking brilliant, man. Magic. Best thing of my life. Um, I used to ride a bird that was about the size of a couch. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's really the same feeling. <laughs> uh, uh, whenever I can, I'll, I'll ride my bikes. Daz is a, he's asked a fucking brilliant question here. Who are the most famous wrestlers to come out of Poland? I think fucking Ivan, Ivan Putski was a Polish wrestler. I think he was actually... I might be wrong, but I'm sure he was... He was Polish, and I think he moved to America before... or just after the Second World War. And I think it was NWA. Maybe they were... Um, marking them as a concentration camp survivor. Oh, right. um, That's quite controversial, isn't it? Yeah. That's what Vince would do, do they? Um, he'd be all over that idea, though. Um, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of Polish 
Sorry, there's a lot of wrestlers that I can look at and probably guess that they've got some kind of foolish heritage behind them, like uh, Larry Zabisco. I, I think he was he was for Polish heritage. You've obviously got Killer Kowalski. Uh, I don't know if his name is just Polish or, or if it's for Polish heritage. You've got MMA fighter, uh, Christoph Solashinsky, who's a trained pro wrestler. Um, he's for Canada. So the, the, there's a few, but none of them's as good as me. <laughs> <laughs> so we've actually got a question for Laura Spence. After the Asylum Elite uh, invasion on the Friday at PWE, uh, why did the Asylum Elite not follow up on the Saturday? The Asylum Elite, we, the, the whole thing with the, with the invasion is there's, we're getting opportunities in GPWA, we're getting opportunities in uh, ICW and that pro elite, uh, pro wrestling elite. I want to make a statement. You know, I you know. haven't gave us any opportunities, so we just turned up and taken our opportunity. Aye. Other people know we're here. Aye, uh, we, we are there because, as far as we are concerned, we want to wrestle um, for every every promotion. We might we be the best that we can possibly be. And for that, if that means going in and booting fuck out of the, the, the boss, then that's what we'll do. That's it, put some on notice, you know, we're hungry and we need, I mean, we need to make. I mean, nobody knew about Jamie Winters until she walked out into that ring. And what she said in that ring, she had everybody on edge, you could hear a pin drop. Mm-hmm. That's how good that lassie is. Wrestling wise, she's fucking dynamite as well. But she's not getting an opportunity. So we're turning up and we're taking our opportunity. Irvin Garrett that? as well, he, was part, he, well he, he is part of the Asylum Elite. That guy, as we said earlier on, can tie in knots. Mm-hmm. He's, He's got a mental textbook at every wrestling move. Aye. So much talent. Aye. It's unbelievable. The guy is a technical theme music and all. Aye. The guy is a technical genius. Good but news. he's not getting an opportunity, so we take that opportunity. We'll take opportunities as and when we see fit. The Saturday night. Aye. We made a statement on the Friday night. There might be something we might decide to do something on the twenty fourth. Who knows? Best way best way to find out is Buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. See what happens. What is some of the best advice that you've been given since you've started? Stand out. Always, like, don't just be part of the crowd. Make yourself unique, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and just never give up, sort of thing. Push yourself through. If you feel you're having a bad time, just focus on what you want and keep going for it, you know. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, the thing about, uh, like, always unique, Jester always says that, like, you got to stand out for the crowd, you know. Nice. Your ring gear, the end, your moves in the ring, just wee simple things, anything. Uh, just make yourself. Nice, stand out for the crowd. Mm-hmm. Every bit of advice, I mean, you, you're, you're getting advice for your angles, you're getting advice for Billy Kirkwood, um, for Jen and Veronica, for everybody backstage at ICW, everybody involved with GPWA. There's so much advice that you, that you get gain, and it's... It's cracking advice. Every bit of it, you try and take on board and you, you try and work with it. Um, the best bit of advice, probably, I'll probably mirror what, what Stevie just said, mm-hmm. is go out there and, and be be different. Make people notice. When you talk about being different, your ring gear, you've got quite distinct ring gear, you've got new ring gear, new tights done. There's a certain logo on it. Um, what is it? 
all my all my ring gear, um, because of my Polish heritage, has, has kind of got a Polish kind of theme to it. Like say, my original tights had a Polish one Tusa on it. Mm -hmm. um, my second pair of tights had the uh, uh, skull with crossed crowbars with a with the symbol of the Polish underground resistance uh, stamped in the forehead. And then my third set is is colours of the Polish flag with a with underground underground resistance symbol on it. So I wondered what I'm, that was. I'm, I'm, it's a pretty cool symbol. I'm mm -hmm. putting that on because it's it's like my granddad was was part of the Polish resistance. Um, my family name, both both my family names, uh, my mother's maiden name and, and my surname. If I had to trace that back, I would probably find out that Somewhere down the line, my family were one two sons. Mm -hmm. they, they were Polish cavalry guys who get like coat of arms and stuff like that. So everything is is pretty personal to me regarding my ring gear, regarding everything. As I said earlier on in the podcast, my character is an extension of me. The only difference between Crowbar and Adam Kuczewski is the name. Mm -hmm. That's it, Crowbar can be your best pal or your worst fucking enemy. Right. I can be your best pal or your worst enemy. I can go for easy Aussie guy to a fucking full blown maniac and snap your fingers. That's the only difference between me and the guy that I'm playing in the ring is the name. Right. And Stevie's probably the same. Uh, the same. That's why it's good having him on your side though. Because right. he, he can switch that way. Same with myself, that's why I think we get along. Like, we can switch from your best pal to your worst nightmare in two seconds. <coughs> as for the ring gear, my ring gear is just my taste. It's the skull with the bandana, the outlaw, you know, badass looking, I think. So, yeah, I like it. It's got the original look. That's it. Aye, it's cool as fuck, man. I think that is actually every fan question. We have, man, you throw fan questions. So, they've actually kept us going for quite a bit. Is there anything that you guys have like, learned that you never knew before that? was a big eye-opener, like when you started trading, that you never expected. Just how fucking say that is, landing on a ring. <laughs> I <laughs> that. Honestly, it's, it's made you steal on a wee bit of fucking plywood. You may as well just hit the floor, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just the same thing. I mean, I've, when I was playing rugby, I had 20 stone guys stunning on my face, and I've been split open that many times playing rugby. I've torn my, my cruciate, my medial, my cartilage, and, and my knee, but... All that compared to a fucking wrestling ring, I'd, the wrestling ring bumps are fucking. Aye, nothing prepares you for that. That <laughs> bump, man, nothing. That makes a break for a person. You see uh, them instantly. They hit that and then it's like, oh no, I'm away. It's <laughs> in the eyes when they get up. Uh, what, what, what the That's fuck are I signed up for? Aye. And fair play to the guys that've been doing this for years, like your your Wolf Gangs, your BT Guns, your Joe Coffees, everybody, your your Renfrews. I mean, shit, fucking Renfrew does. Uh, that, like, that is insane, there's no other way to describe that. Honestly, it's fucking tough as fuck. So fair play to them, they, they're the trailblazers that no, we I... need to fucking folly and not so much emulate, but try and get to their fucking level and it's, mm -hmm. it's just fucking mental yeah. to think what they've... I mean, we've only been doing this for a short space of time in comparison to how long they've been doing it. Years and years, man. It's fucking... So hats off to them. Well, we've got a hard road ahead of us, but... Bust our Where would you like to see yourselves in just say a year's time? 
Because if you said to us, where do you see the podcast in a year's time? <laughs> I never told you we've been sitting here doing this. Well, wait, 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 where do you see the podcast gone in a year's time? Right now? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. If I, could double, if I could double the, the views and plays. Aye, if we can get it to more people, this, this is what we really want. Because, look, me personally, I find these interviews fascinating. Aye, it is. Mm. I mean, it's... Not only is it a chance to get to have a, a, a conversation with somebody you get a chance to call your friend, but you get to work and watch them work. And it's it's, it's fascinating finding out about that side of a person that you've never heard before. You learn you, you learn so much for just listening to podcasts and and you learn it's the the way I see it, I was listening to Kid Fight uh podcast. Uh well, to be fair, every podcast you you have done has been a fucking cracking podcast. Thanks very much, guys. Um, the kid fight one. I was listening to the the kid fight one, and and his his take on the business or the industry is. It was really interesting because kid fights a wrestler and a promoter. Mm-hmm. It's the same way as as speak to Lionheart. It's the same kind of idea. You get both sides of it. So you learn, you learn a lot just listening to them, just listening to them talk. Uh, Davy Blaze, the podcast with Davy Blaze, alright, it was a fucking laugh. <laughs> 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 oh, I really enjoyed that one. If, oh. <laughs> if you listen to a podcast, you should be taking something away for every fucking podcast. Aye. Really, yeah, you, no. you should. It's like, even, no, even for a, a wrestling standpoint, for like say Billy Kirkwood, he's no wrestler. But you listen to his podcast, you're seeing a different side to the the wrestling match through Billy Kirkwood's eyes, mm-hmm. as opposed to through a wrestler's eyes. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Same with Jen and Veronica. I mean that the, they're all backstage, so you get to see through their podcast what it's like backstage and and their take on 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 the stuff and that. I love Jen and Veronica. Aye, they're, they're our favourites. We love Jen and Veronica, <laughs> they're just the best. 40 quid. <laughs> 40 quid? Why did you bring up 40 quid? Don't, man, she's still fucking suffering for that. That's got to be scrapped and done again. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, see, see, see if I got paid that week. I'd probably go for 45 or 50. <laughs> really? <laughs> Maybe a wee bit higher. Come on, man, she's <laughs> worth a lot more than that, we both know it. Aye. Somewhere right now, a keyboard is being smashed. Into the <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I fucking hate that bearded bastard! Bastard! <laughs> Veronica, we absolutely adore you. Thank you. On a side note, see, see Veronica Lestrange, see, see if we had to have like a valet or a manager or something like that. I think Veronica Lestrange would be... She would fit in nicely. I, it'd be between her and Danny Devine. Aye. Danny Devine would be sweet. Aye. But I, I, I think Veronica would. Have them both. Let's do it, guys. Oh, that's uh, it. Aye, aye, aye. Let's get fight old Danny. Keyboard smashed! Your buzzer's going to be. Fuck it, this is now on the live one. If this was on the live half, your buzzer would be gone the next five minutes. Aye. <coughs> It'd be funny though if you said something just as the buzzer went and blood you. I didn't actually mean it like that. Anyway. How um, could you mean it? <laughs> so, hi, what did you see yourself? Here's the time. Gold. I mean, we, we, where were we a year ago? A year ago, we, we never thought it would be 
be, be doing this to, to this kind of level, so um, fucking... You're going, I never thought about the purge, you know, so... Aye, you know, as we said, as we said after um, the Manchester match, you know, we, we're climbing this mountain, if you're in front of us, or if you're at the top of the mountain, yeah, you're getting kicked you. off. Yeah. You, you, you don't... You don't sign to play for Celtic or play for Rangers just to play in the reserves. You want to be in a cup final, you want to win that cup. You do want to be second best, that's it. You want to be number one. We, we, we're coming best. in to tear shit up and, and win belts. And if you're in Hawaii, you're not going to be in Hawaii for very long. That's it. Any questions that you guys have for like fans in general? Like anything you've ever wanted to ask fans and what they think? Aye, about you guys, say. When the first scene is coming out, or the fussy is coming out of that curtain with the go to the balaclavas and I'm, I'm waving the, the crowbar about like fucking arsehole. <laughs> um, what, what did they think? Uh, that's a good question. What, what, what did they think? Because we, we, we are no good guys, we're no bad guys. We are just uh, we've got the a and that's it. That's it. We oh. go out, we fight, we day, we day shove at. So what is their initial thought when we walk out that curtain or the, the, what was their initial thought when the first time they seen us? Aye. It's cool as fuck. It's it's not very often that we get like slip pops that make you go, holy fuck. Aye. Like I mean don't get us wrong. Surprise pops. Of, surprise pops are great in ICW, they're renowned for it, you know, but once in every too often you get this pop that's like, Oh, I like this. Who's this? You know, Aye, and it makes that in? instant impact and that's what you guys did. Me personally, like Mark, me as soon as we were both sitting next to each other when you first made the debut, mm. and we were like, fucking hell, man. Was this the, the dark match against Kez Evans? And Aye. Uh, it was, and I was like, I fucking like these guys. Just, just, just a look it was just instant. instant. It was just, I like this. I didn't know what it was, I just liked it. Uh, but Sam, like, I've got a thing for wrestlers that, was before that you something. even step in the ring. You know what I mean? You said that, because when you come out with that mask, Covering your face, you don't expect that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, so it's impact. That's what makes a statement, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's making a statement that to get to know somebody is you, you know them in the first 30 seconds. Aye. Aye. That's the first impressions that, and all that. That impression, Aye. that first 30 seconds, that audience isn't going to communicate with you. See the balaclavas? The balaclavas were the our idea. We, we, we were just, I mean, we, we were balaclavas and, and like, I get snoots or whatever, mm-hmm. riding our bikes and that, because we hate fucking getting our face covered in flies. Um, the balaclavas were your idea. The balaclavas are actually doing a whippy. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a whippy that, that pulls aside. So essentially, right, the if you look back and everything, right, we are we are the purge, right? We the purge or crowbar is me. If you know what I mean, the the, the kind of the Corey, the, the Corey crowbar was there. It was guys like say Rhino and Whippy that, that have actually taken it and put their their wee bit in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the coaches at GPWA that has kind of refined it, that oh. have have polished it up to what to to what crowbar is new. I think for me, like the mask and the balaclavas is like a striking point and something that I'm drawing as soon as you walk out. I mean, I've seen like Stevie James when he was in singles and that, and then the first time I seen you come out with the Purge Colours was at Pro Wrestling Elite. Yeah. And instead I was like, fuck, he's fucking badass looking, just with the hood, hood up and just, 
you're just totally drawn to the white design and the mask and the skull on it and it's like these guys mean it's like staring at death Right, so we come mm. out and people, all you can see is their eyes and people are just Sit. looking or they're looking just, away when you're looking at them and it's, it's just when you walk out and you just stand there and it's just, you just look about and it's just like... Do you know the one thing that's like missing you would say is almost a cloak? A cloak? Like almost like a hooded cloak, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it's like with the hood up. What? You, you, see, you know what I mean? this is like, why like, you're not allowed to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Fuck <laughs> Um, right. no. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever tried to ride a bike wearing a cape? Walk into the ring, you know what I mean? Apart from nearly riding your bike half, you look like a fucking fanny. Uh, I wasn't talking about riding your bike, I was just talking about walking into the ring, but um, as now that you mentioned. Uh, but, they could come, but the whole point is they can get right after the bikes and they're coming to the ring to Aye. kick somebody's arse. Normally have a cape on. No, what I'm trying to explain is... I know we're not like fucking super pudge. No. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to explain is, it's like the impression that you get. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like... I was trying to make like that sort of analogy, but never mind, the film is ours. So uh, we'll go on to our next question. Uh, Who's got a question? Well, I'm wondering, well, can, we, can we do a... I mean, can we do? Will you ever think of doing a 24 oh. hour pudge? Like just a 24 hour ass kicking session? That's, uh, that's something we'll, we, we'll decide nah, that bet, actually quite between good. ourselves because yeah. that'd be awesome that. all is promotions it? on warning as I said well, for a week or something as I said fucking we decide what we do when we come into the ICW yeah. proper we're going to tear shit up it's for, you know, for us and, and anything we do is for us as, as Stevie said yeah. uh, we've got goals in mind we want to take over pretty much um, and if what we're doing doesn't benefit us, we won't do it, you know. It has to benefit us. Right. Yeah. Cool. We're not here to make pals. That's it. Well, oh, you're you in wrestling, so... No, no, I hate it. I'm leaving. Well, they're going to make pubs yeah. anyway. <laughs> 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 I'm here to drink beer and drink vodka. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, we need to get that vodka out. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Callum, you no. can take it, man. No. <laughs> I'm going to, I, think, I think we should have a wee vodka. Yes, is that going to prepare? Can we talk Sorry, about man. tattoos? Oh, Aye, so bro. We normally ask all the guests that comes on, so what tattoos do you have? Um, I've got my, my sleeve on my right arm. No, oh, still needs finished actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Chinese dragon at the top. Oh, that's nice. And then the skulls are below. Um, I'm going to get skulls continued around it. And then, I don't know, maybe a people just tattoo or something. Oh, um, Where'd you get your tattoos done? It was E.K. Inc. Uh, tattoo artist called Peanut. Oh, right. It's uh, shut down now and opened up at a second place. Uh, but he's still tattooing and I, I need to find him again and get him to fix me up. I've also got my very first tattoo, which is my Metallica tattoo. Where I am, I was 17. Stevie's asked the question about tattoos. Clover, you've got some tattoos of yours. What you got? Um, <coughs> I've got... Um, Let's start. Trying one side of my my, my body is kind of totally random. The other side, like to my right side, I've got a Polish wing Tusa that constantly gets confused with King Billy. Mm. I was like, that's fucking stupid, man. It's because it's a guy on a horse. Everybody thinks it's King uh, Billy. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking stupid. So <laughs> I've got a Polish wing Tusa over my 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 shoulder, my lower arm. I've got uh, Moses, uh, the Virgin Mary, and some Jerusalem guy who's supposed to be God, but just, fuck it. 
Um, my left side, I've got this. Hold on. I'm basically only got sleeves because the stuff that I work with contains lime and it kind of scars my skin. Right. So I so I just got sleeves to try and kind of cover it up. Aye. Uh, that food dog on the inside one that was hand drawn. Be. Uh, the lassie that works in the van ink. She she does all my tattoos, kind of thing. Uh, so that was hand drawn. That's not the one just there, is it? No. What? Aye, aye, it's, it's just doing beside aye, aye. A1 Books and Comics. Aye, aye, fuck, aye. Um, I've got that on my forearm. I've got like, it's, if I had to shave my arm, you, you'd see it better. It's like a phoenix with a demon kind of inside it. Mm -hmm. right. People only see one or the other. My left side of my ribs, I've got um, my club's kind of insignia on there where you kind of hidden club messages. On my right side I've got the centre page to Led Zeppelin 4 mm -hmm. on there. Um trying what else. Across my chest I've got the first line of the Polish National Anthem. On my back um, that was another uh, hand drawn what piece free that freehand the tattoo is done. That's trust that. That was a cover up. Well I'm never gonna see my backs on my <laughs> fucking whatever. Um, and on my left leg, I've got a <coughs> tattoo of a guy called Baron, Baron Samady, I think. He was something to do with fucking Louis, Louisiana, some fucking festival or something. I got that done at a Polish tattoo festival by Nirvana Inc. And I ended up uh, second place in Best of Day. Fuck, that's cracking that, man. So, uh, so wait, wait. That's fucking brilliant. When Papa Shango comes across, I'm going to get him to sign it. Oh, Papa Shango, man. Oh, man. He's actually been mentioned in the last podcast, I don't think. <coughs> ah, he's, he's cutting about these days. Alright. He's putting spells, casting spells, and. I'd love it if he turned up nicey one day and put a spell on the fucking crystal or something like that. <laughs> 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 that a spell. What the fuck's happening? Oi, oi. The, the, <coughs> the spell should be that um, we all make him think he's invisible. Alright. <laughs> So we just don't, so he's running about like, oh look, there's a fucking floating umbrella or whatever. <laughs> so we'll still, we'll get one more question that we've noted in, in general like to ask before we probably up to the floor, and it is, what would you say to the guy, stroke girl out there, who wants to try wrestling, but keeps talking themselves out of it? Grab the wheel by the arms and just fucking do it. Aye, I used to be that person, I kept talking myself out of it, and then you just need to suck up and go for it, which is what you really want. Do it. Don't let it pass by and regret it, you know? Mm. Honestly, there's, I'm a wee bit biased. I'll, I'll say GPWA is, is the best school because I trained there. And, and, and you look at the look at the success, of no, no just we have had, but any other GPWA trainee, um, be it San Barbara, CSOs, The Rich Kids, Kids Evans, uh, anybody. Big Flex. Aye, Big Flex. Anybody Parks. like that. Um, but... There's three, three decent wrestling schools in, in Scotland, mm. ran by, I mean, Source is run by uh, Whippy, PBW is run by, by Kid Fight. You, you look at what's came out of Source, you look at what's came out of PBW, and you look at what's coming out of GPWA. Right? The, the Scottish wrestling scene is just fucking mental. Right, the training, massive, man. Aye. The, the training is world class, and 
you know, if you're hanging about doing it, just fucking do it. Because you don't want to be in a situation fucking five, ten year time where you go, oh, I wish I'd done that, and you're just fucking... Just pissed off, going, right. ah, better, I could have did that. You didn't do it, so do it. <laughs> Before it's too late. That's it. Definitely. Before you hit 35. Aye, alright. <laughs> I'm a DDP. Right, let's so, throw it open to the floor. Aye. Have you guys got a question? Um, in regards to you guys, is uh, Craig O'Turner, Kirsty, um, we've got Jamie here who asked the question during the podcast as well. So, have you guys got a question? <coughs> well, no. Well, I mean, you're going back to what you were saying about the original thought, what you asked. The original thought about what people's first impressions of you were. I thought the thought in mine was straight away. As soon as that, aye, it was a pop, exactly. As soon as you saw the style of it, the cuts, the whole MC lifestyle of it, it looked fucking, it was unique. It's something you'd seen it before, you'd see it in TNA and all that crap, and never something I'd ever watched and enjoyed it. To see a Scottish version of it right there, right in front of you, I was like, this is fantastic, this is going to be big, and it better be big. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it'll keep growing and growing the way it is, and we'll see the parts going to bigger and better new heights. That's the plan. Cool. So we all want to see. Aye. Aye, definitely. Whether we're cheering you on or we're booing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the either or. Either or, we don't give a fuck. I'll stay this right now. If you guys ever go up against the knack, I will not be cheering either team. I'll just be watching. <laughs> In a corner. In a corner, <laughs> quietly <laughs> crying through my fingers. Yeah, like, probably, yeah. I can't watch. It's going to be too hard, so... Don't hold it against me, so I'll be a hard, hard man for a match to watch, but um, it's going to be brilliant. Basically, it'll be hard. I, 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 I think it'd be a fucking crack match. Oh, uh, it might really be. Yeah, it might be. See, the way we, we, we played Robin, just having the, the kind of background that I've got, I like a lot of physicality. I, I, I fucking love fighting. It's fit. As I say, as a little one, I can't talk my way out of a situation. I'd rather throw my fist and fucking hope for the best. That, that's not to say that I think I'm the fucking bee's knees, because there's always going to be somebody bigger, bad, and better than you. Anybody, as I say, as a little one in, in the GPWA, anybody on their day can be anybody. I love fighting. I think I, I match with the, with the NAK or Sumerian Death Squad or War Machine or Briscoes or, or uh, fucking the, anything like that. Or even, even Joe Coffee and Mark Coffee. Fucking mm-hmm. shit like that, I think that'd be fucking so amazing. The, the bigger the channels, the better. To be honest with you, look, we don't want nothing easy. The harder the better, the harder the better. Coming up, we've actually got ICW the 28th of this month. Uh, this podcast will probably actually go out right before it. So, you've got a match coming up against uh, Aston Reese. Yep. Um, tell us a wee bit about going into that match. When I got told about it, I was like, fucking hell, man, this, uh, this is a fucking match. And yes, and Reese is a fucking monster. A big lumpy yeah, boy. It's accomplished a lot. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm not just saying that because I'm like the height of shite, but <laughs> he's, he is a fucking monster. I mean, the, the guy is, has been champions in other promotions and, and shit like that. To be on that stage with, with Yes and Reese and, and, and have, a, have a match with him, that's, that's fucking mental. Yeah. That, that is mental. Yes and Reese's style, I, I like his style. He's. I reckon, I reckon this is going to be a scrap. Alright. That's what I'm hoping for. See, um, like, the same way we're talking about, like, wrestlers making an, an impact, like, as soon as they come out of that curtain, he was another one of these aye, guys he was that another made one. a definite impact yeah. on the crowd. <laughs> Not, like, people were cheering or, or booing him in a sense, but he... he They're just like, what the fuck? Aye, what is, what that, is he going to do? He has that, that impact that 
he's somebody to fucking uh, yeah. work with, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, any, see, see, see anybody that's, that's an ICW or anybody, well, pretty much anybody that steps into that ring, they, they, they're a fucking force mm-hmm. to, to be right mm-hmm. with. They, they're no there through fucking uh, good luck or fucking just asking people if they can step into a ring. They're there because they fucking deserve it. Uh, and if, if you go into that ring and you fucking um, you underestimate somebody, you're going to get your fucking ass kicked. Aye. It's just one of the things. Yes and Reese is going to be a fucking fight. It's going to be a scrap. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fucking brilliant. The guy is a, a fucking monster. And I can't wait to the 28th. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got a few ideas on, the, on how I'm going to fucking deal with him. Because <laughs> obviously we're, we're not the fucking same height. If I had to jump on Stevie James's shoulders, <laughs> then I'd probably be running about the same height. But I've, I've, I've got a few ideas of how I'm going to deal with him. And you know something? If I pick up the, the win, which I'm fully gone out to today, um, this is elevating us to fucking new levels. If he picks up the win, it's not going to be fucking easy for him. Well, it's going to be a tough fight. Aye. Uh, it's, it really is. And I mean, I'm sure you're going to be there in the last corner. And he is, he's prepared for a fight and he knows that, uh, but he's... He's working hard and he's he's ready for it, you know, he's in he's in his own for it, he's good. Mm-hmm. Like, what was your first impression of Eastern Reese when we first saw him? Wow, that's a big boy. And the stuff he's accomplished, like pro wrestling like, world champion and all that, like it's, it's a lot in a short time, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not an easy thing that he's got walking in there. Uh, but Cobra's got this. Fucking yeah. Well, I'm sure everyone is here will definitely be in their corner, mate. It's fucking better be. <laughs> see, see, see after I've finished battering yes and Reese, see if he's only fucking cheering for me, I'm going to oh. battle you. Uh, don't worry. Oh, don't worry. worry. I'd love to see you batter a fan because they're only cheering loud enough. Sorry. He has got a point now. We're always front row and he knows what everyone is looking like now. So. Just hit him. I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. This works. It's uh, like you just come and kidnap you in your sleep. Uh, Great. You're just going to wake up one night and there's just going to be somebody in a, a leather biker do getting a mask with a crowbar. It's <laughs> not the first time that's happened. <laughs> wake up with a horse's head next to your bed. Aye. Horse's head. I'll fucking steal your dog. <laughs> I'll, I'll act like I'm against it. Oh, don't take them. Don't take the dog. No. I think we'd actually get a complaint in if somebody took the dog because Gotham's well-loved on this podcast. Oh, yes. Everybody that's come on has absolutely fell in love with him, man. You can Even though he's a him pain in the arse, oh, he's a pure lovely. pest, but he's a pest. love him yeah. so. oh, he's, he's battled it out with everybody. Pissed Piston BT. He's had a fight with Casey Owens to right, get in the cage. He scared Kenny, but then Kenny went and got a dog anyway. Which is lizard. Woo King Shark pinged against the wall, thanks to Kid Fight. Uh, he was actually he's he was actually petrified. He was taller than him. Looking sharp. But no, Goffin's loved all round. David Blaze especially. Yeah, it was like puppy love, you know, if that tune could play when Gotham and Davy were sitting together. It'd have been ideal. See match types. Is there any sort of match type you'd love to be in? Like Leather match. Aye. Instantly. I thought you were going to say that. Off the top of my head, it's something as a kid I've always dreamed of. For watching, you know, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, mm-hmm. and I've always thought I want to do that. Like I don't care what it's for, if it's for money, 
a title. A title would be outstanding. Aye, but would be just to be an Adam actually would be amazing. Jamie, I believe you've actually got a question. Because you completely ignored her, mate. <laughs> I don't know what she was saying. Oh, it's me, I'm going to bad thing. She kept going with this. Fucking gave me a hand signal. I thought, I thought like, you were doing an impression of Vogue. I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I think I think she needs to pee or she needs to eat. It's like the dog, when the dog does stuff. Why would I need your help for that? I don't know, because that's what the dog does. You're half asleep. No, especially with like Stevie Boy and Kayla Ray, would either of you be open to wrestle women? Oh. I thought. I don't see a problem with it. Like, women are just as tough as men. Right? <laughs> so like, there is. Like, I mean, if you look at China and all that, like, you knock you out. Like any man. So there's no reason if the women's done the same training as the guys and all that. Yeah, it should be. It's so, like, what like in GPWA, um, you've got Jamie Winters, you've got uh, Molly Spartan, um, outside the GPWA, you've you've got Owens twins and mm-hmm. any lassie. Again, it'll go back to if you step into that ring, you deserve to be there, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so why would you know want to fight a guy? Aye. You, you know, if, mm-hmm. if if you're good enough, um, if you're good enough, you you're there. Yeah. You can do it. Um, Jamie Winters and, and GPWA's got the best strikes I've I've seen anybody mm-hmm. do. Yeah. I knock a few teeth She is you. fucking dynamite. Uh, when she starts, when she starts getting on GPWA shows, she's gonna fucking rip the fucking women's division apart. So she's one to watch then. Aye. Excellent. Definitely. Pretty so much anybody in, in GPWA is 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 one to watch. I'm a wee bit biased because I, I I'm training there, but. It is genuine. I mm-hmm. it is genuine. It is genuine. It is genuine. Mm-hmm. It's like say source. I mean, I I could turn around and say. Uh, the boy Kieran McComb uh, and the boy Scott McManus, I think it gets called Fuzzy. Um, they are the underdogs and that that's a tag team name in Source. They're they two to watch. Scott McManus is uh, uh, hip froze because he's he's fair jiu-jitsu background. A fucking wild man. Right. Honestly, I've, I've never seen hip froze like these before. They are fucking wild. How do you think this fit in ICW? It's not for me to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know how real fitting nice he would be. I saw the battles. I mean, like he's made an impact, especially at a show outside Scotland. Aye. You know, so I mean, how was that? That was that was a bit of a culture shock because you you're going through the asylum and then into the into the old two Ritz in Manchester. Aye. Completely different country, isn't it? Aye, completely different. I mean, Stevie's Stevie's the first GPW trainee to wrestle in. Wales, England and Scotland yeah. and, and the three mainline countries they've brought. Brilliant man. That's, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. 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 Well, Wales was exposure entertainment and then the Manchester for the Ritz, ICW and then I've wrestled in Scotland. Fuck. Um, it's a great achievement. Manchester was, was brilliant, especially wrestling in front of William Regal. It was unbelievable. Um, <laughs> the first the first show I'd done kind of outside of Glasgow for, for ICW was uh, Newcastle, um, when they were doing the Baromania tour, mm-hmm. I think they were, it was Newcastle on uh, Saturday night, um, went down, Ravy Davy and Sam Barber were having a dark match, and because a few months previous, Ravy Davy fucking sat on my bike, uh, you, you know, I, I, that. No, I just kind of let that shit go, uh, really, it's, it's like, you, you, you wouldn't just 
walk up and randomly ride some, some guy's bird or <laughs> some, some, why would you do it to some guy's bike kind of thing and uh, so I went out after his after his match just when this is a thing with the pudge right you, you don't know you know what's coming you, you, you know what's coming for you but you don't know when mm. we'll pick when we want to make an impact when we want to tear shit up and Ravy Davey knew I was gunning for him, he just didn't know when. I waited until as much as all that and I fucking DDT'd him on the stage. Just and, said I morning, and that was it. So Newcastle was wild. I fucking loved Newcastle. So how do you say Newcastle compares to a Scottish crowd? Obviously a, a Scottish crowd is always going to be the, the best. Because this is where ICW were born, this is the this is the core, this is where the the hardcore is where this is where it I, not necessarily means something, but this is where it means the most. Mm-hmm. Newcastle, mm-hmm. Newcastle is is brilliant. Newcastle's a close end. Put it this way, that they're not putting the square goal in Newcastle for fuck all. Oh, no, 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 I'm looking forward to that. Right. Um, <clears throat> Manchester was good. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Scottish fans because Scottish fans are so insanely uh-huh. passionate about the rest well, of the Well, put, put it this way, see, see, doing Newcastle and Manchester. I mean, um, you were doing in Manchester. Mm-hmm. There's Scottish fans that travel through Glasgow to go to Manchester, Scottish fans that go to fucking uh, London to watch ICW. Right? It's So it's not just. It's not just a Scottish crowd in, in, in Scotland, if you know what I mean. They, they've gone everywhere because they're following something that they want to be involved in. They're following something that they're passionate about. And and I think it's fucking great. I mean, I was part of the first trip down to London with the fans. Aye. And that was like my first experience. I, I still be getting right into it and it hooked me. And that's what kept me coming back. It was just the buzz that you get for it. And no, there is no one event that's the same, one match is the same, one year that it's the same, it's constantly fucking, and I think that's the, that's the best thing about ICW is you're watching wrestling with a Scottish twist. Mm-hmm. Right. You can relate to everything that's, that's gone in that, that ring. You, you know, you know a guy that's like Ravy Davy. We do. You never expect him to do a fucking spinning swanton, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The guy's a fucking nutcase. Right? Yeah, he is. See, see what he does? He's, he's a he's fucking fear. nutcase. I mean, I can never imagine some me fucking Ned, you know what I mean? Jumping out of clothes, fucking spinning about like, <laughs> what the fuck you up to? What the fuck's sake? But, um, I. I keep that hat on the whole time. What the fuck's he managing? Right. Fuck knows. Has there ever been like a moment and you've thought this is gonna be me for the rest of my life? You think is this gonna be it? Do you think this is all I'm gonna do, or do you think there'll be a, a point where like, you know what I'm gonna ease back? Like in the future, do you think? Do you think there's ever gonna be that stage? Well, you look at the you look at the Trailblazers. How long they've been doing it for? Aye. Right. So they they've been doing it for fifteen. 18 year. Right. Um, there's no reason for why we can't do it for the next 15 or 18 year. You know, this is, we, we're investing in this, um, so why would we not want to see it through to the end? Right. 
Why would we know what a headline the Hydro or headline the SECC or even headline the garage? I mean, headline the garage is a fucking massive achievement in itself. Because that's the home. I mean, it's like, it's almost, in my opinion, hallowed ground. For ICW, it is hallowed ground because any fan that comes to Glasgow and experiences that crowd won't again experience like it anywhere else. And I will vouch for that. And I've been to a lot of venues under the country. I mean, I, th- I think the change in Scottish wrestling in the past 10 years has been phenomenal. It's been crazy, man. Because I never knew there was a Scottish scene. It was like, it came to me as such a surprise. Aye, uh, same, man. And then I heard of ICW and it was like... Aye, and it, it's like that culture shock. You're like, you are fucking kidding me. Aye. Like, there's something as good as that in my city. All I remember before that was like wrestling shows where they would kid on to be WWE guys, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's like, 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 Somebody put a poster up on uh, Facebook uh, recently. Was it, was me? it uh, mate? Was me? I swear to fuck, that was the actual poster. That was the actual fucking poster that was up when they did when they did the show that I went to. Aye. So I remember looking at it going, man, that export looks a bit raping. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something right about, and, and he looked it, about double the age. Uh, Rico something? Or is it Brett Rico? Or Mate, fuck knows, cheers. Fuck knows what his name was, the guy that played the unofficial champion. Aye, aye. The, <laughs> the shite rock, man. I'm sure the Undertaker was my janitor. Oh, the Undertaker guy, man, that was but no, it is, it's fucking mental how big it is, like, in, it, but it's not just thinking, oh, there's a Scottish wrestling scene, you didn't sit and go, actually, this is fucking better than a lot of the shit I'm watching on TV, I, this is I better than no, a lot of the other promotions that I know, Ring of Honor, TNA, all of that, you're like, this is, and I mean pure polished, from, from belt to belt, from ring announcing, mm-hmm. to presentation, to commentary, to the writing, it's just fucking, it's all flawless, to the rules, yeah. some of the match rules, it's like, it's just something completely different and it's so well done. Everybody's always brought a exactly. pal. There's always something that somebody can all think of somebody here that they know that goes to ICW because you introduced them to it. Right. So uh, then what you want them to do. <laughs> right, yeah. So then what you want to do, you want that person to go away and find another cunt and then before you know it, it just grows and it grows and it grows. When you look at the hydro man, I mean huh? I know I know it's eleven thousand, but I'm still convinced fucking day ten thousand, eleven thousand, still that fucker it. Aye. You know, my first show was last year and it was Gary that told me to go and I was like, no, oh, I don't want to go. I had ne- never been to a wrestling show before. Why? Never? No, 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 and it was after the flawless victory one, and I went and I was like, right, okay. And I was, like, I didn't know who anybody was at all. He told me about NEK and that, and I was like, right, who's this? Did I cheer him? Is he heels? He face? That was fine. And then by the end of the night, I was hooked on it. I was there for the Mick Foley announcement, and you're like, Jesus Christ, no, no. Mick Foley, my God, that night. never, oh, never yeah, seen that, that coming. So and good, man. The like, next day, it was. Fear Loven VIP tickets was bought, weekend a week tickets was bought, and that's it. Aye, but what were you saving up for? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I've never forgiven him for this. <laughs> Ever since I seen Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 9 with a white intercontinental title, always wanted it, right? Mm. Could never get it, and then when Cody Rhodes brought it back, I was like, I fucking want it. So I started saving up money. I had 150, I had £300 saved by to get it, but I owed my dad money. 
and I gave my dad 150 so I had 150 spare the night after the, the garage show the space boys show I went round to garage because I worked, used to work with guys I was like I've just bought a film woven VIP ticket 50 quid he's like oh brilliant mate fantastic running back around lunchtime I went what I went, I've just bought the weekender ticket and all and then like two or three weeks later ICW how did get bought and he went what about your IC type your IC intercontinental tires Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> and I've fucking still no go. But do you know what? Um, I don't care because it's been a sacrifice, man. You can never see anything coming. That's the one thing I love about ICW. You you can't see anything, no matter what. It's you're you're shell shocked the whole thing. On another note, also ICW has opened up so many doors that uses fans. Right, ICW has fucking revolutionised the Scottish wrestling industry. And, in the wrestling industry in Britain, right? Yeah. Without ICW, now that's this is all that Kenny Donnell will think, this is why I see it. Um, would you have Paul Gaming coming to Scotland? <laughs> no. That's a good no that's, but the thing is, I mean, the interesting thing was, it's obviously um, the I World Culture guys have brought him here. Has it? Aye. Right. But obviously they've got Jamie Kennedy, Jay, like, uh, Jen, you know, they work with him as well, quite closely as well, so, I mean, the I The guys see, know it's a big scene here. Aye. They, they know that they realise like they're no silly because, mm-hmm. like, watching WCPW, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see it. Uh, I've seen a, a few bits like online and stuff. I mean, what's your personal opinion on it? Some of the stuff I've seen good, man. I enjoy it. Uh, yeah. uh, I just think the name's weird. It is a bit of a mess. Because if I'm being honest as a wrestling fan of myself, I don't care what promotion it is that I'm watching, I'm watching wrestling. Mm. And at the end of the day, ICW puts on the more entertaining shows, they put on the more interesting storylines. And, I mean, to key this company they're doing, they have just started, you know. But with the reach that they have before they even had a wrestling company, you would think they would come up with some of their own original ideas. I'm not saying they've written ideas off from ICW, uh, but elements of what highlight ICW would stand out well to, to be fair that's, that's what makes ICW unique right and the fact that people can go there and they know that it's not going to be stuff that's recycled or watered down or, or, or shit like that but you're going there to see it as the original product right. mm-hmm. at its best kind of thing mm-hmm. and that's that says a lot. It's fresh original stories, you know, like new ideas. Uh, and that's the thing about ICW, they're only afraid to try something. No. They're only afraid to, to try something. Like, 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 like so the Christopher saying. Exactly. I've never seen that happen before. No. No, I've not. That's like an innovative thing, in my own personal opinion, for any wrestling company today. Because wrestling has always been seen as this macho men, tough men sport, but there has always been fun elements in wrestling. Like for example, if you look back in the days of World of Sport, you had the the, the famous transvestite wrestler. You know, oh, aye, what's, aye. What's his name's oh, totally aye. escaped me, but I was, I, watching, know. I was watching something the other week actually. Was it was Gorgeous George or something? No, like uh, I think it was Gorgeous George. It was somebody else. But I mean, he used to dress like the big frilly fucking like shirts and the makeup and all that sort of stuff and aye. like. There's always been that fun element there, you but it's like ICW took it to a different thing? level right. where they actually are That's facing a proper Thank issue, yeah. so to speak. You know, I mean, that that, no lot of wrestling companies would take on. 
and it, I think it's actually quite a brave thing, quite commendable that oh. they're actually uh-huh. pushing this as a storyline, especially with somebody as despicable as Liam Thompson. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's great to see it's Liam such a great get. Character, do, 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 do you know the only bad thing about Liam Thompson is? He's spared him, bro. But in all honesty, that, he's, he's, a cra- he's, 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 he's a cracking wrestler, and mm. I've never had. Well, I've never had a problem with anybody in ICW. Promos are great. It's just. He's spared him, bro. Do you know what's so good about him? And I mean this. See, when you have, like, um, the cutting edge and fucking funeral parlour and all that, when you have wee talk shows in wrestling, uh. they, have, they come out and they go in the ring and they bring out fucking carpets and plants and pots and all that shit. He doesn't even need that. He just comes out and he's like, this is my wee, my wee show segment. doesn't need any fucking props and at no point are you not bought into what's going on. <clears throat> That's how fucking good he is. He doesn't need any fucking props and shit. Uh. You can just talk, do what he's doing, and that just, it just can't I'd like a match with Liam Thompson. There's, a bit, a bit see, 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 Mer, Mer, you, you're talking about ICW and stuff like that. There's Mer and Mer people that you're thinking, I'd love a match with him and I'd love a... <coughs> effectively, I'd love a match with anybody in the ICW roster because it's... I think I, I, everybody just... Well, more every single match you I, have, so... I'd like to see Stevie versus Stevie. I'd like to fucking good with that, be. <laughs> I think I'd like to actually see Crowbar versus Trent. Ooh. Just for the, 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 the power, would be the power versus power. You know, uh, the hard hitting style, and obviously he's got a lot of strength. Crowbar's got a lot of strength. I think that would be. I'd begin. But to be honest with you, I think he spent too much time stroking a beard. Ah, uh, he's got a point. Yeah. Yeah. He's he stroked mine every time he passes by, so it's like, fair enough, man. He, he has got a marvellous beard. Oh, I mean, it's I do have beard envy. Aye. Even oh, see, see the match that he had with, with Demo, the oh championship God. match, oh, oh. he got pile bomb through the table. Oh. Then he kicked out of the line, I was like, what? I was like, I fucking lost my shit. Aye. Everybody <laughs> lost their shit at that. Aye. Aye. It's like watching some of Trent and Whippy's matches there, was like watching through fingers. Aye. Aye. It really, like, no, don't do it. Because that fucking suplex that took half the tap rope onto the... The bounce. I oh the noise and the bounce. It was horrible. It was like, oh my god, man, how can you put your body through that? Because we only heard the noise it because of where we storm we still face the engine, but when you watch it back on demand, it's just the bounce that he hits it when you're like, what and then it gets back out and you're like, this is the what what they do and, and what Whippy does, what, what Whippy and Trent does, isn't he something that they, they break out once in a blue moon? It's every fucking night. Right. right. So and and do you know sir, I'll, I'll go back to what I said earlier on about them being trailblazers and and hats after them. Honestly, they the fucking anybody looking in at pro wrestling will go, ah, that's fucking hokey or that. Do you fucking go out of the ring with, with, with anybody on the ICW roster and they will fucking tell you apart? Oh. The, the shit that they do is fucking mental. Every athlete says that, but they've come from football, uh, fucking came from UFC, if you talk to like, well, Brock, Ken Shamrock, folk that, you look at Angle, from amateur wrestling, no matter what the sport is, when they do wrestling, they're like, it's the fucking hardest thing uh, you can possibly I mean, do. following on through it, there's obviously a lot of crap getting talked on social media and that, between few like UFC and that, you can't comment until you actually do it. No. Aye, I was yeah, going to ask you that. You've no idea, I mean, I watch it, I've been I'll put it right there, I'm too much a shit bag of injuries. Do you know what I mean? Breaking bones are getting split open, that's the reason why I've been a it. But the fucking 
inspiration I've got for you guys that goes out and do that and you see the bruises when, when Mark started training it was like come on, what's that bruise that's for running the ropes I'm pale for running the fucking ropes first time ropes. you run the ropes ah, that's <laughs> an experience and a half there ah. you know what I mean uh -huh. it's just like it's, as you say it's got a little crop we buy the ticket to watch you just put the shoes on and it's fantastic do you know what I mean right it's, it's no from me convincing would get me to do it at all I just I couldn't do it. I'm happy to watch the shows and right. watch at the end. And when we done the seminar with Nigel McGuinness, Nigel McGuinness turned around and says, "In the pro wrestling, if you want to have a wife or or a girlfriend and that, you need to have some a wife or girlfriend that's in the same kind of thought pattern as you being I a pro wrestler a because you have, you will have no time for her." I would say that's the best advice I'd give to fucking anybody. Aye. Honestly, it's, it's aye, fucking... That, it just becomes your life, I say. Aye, it's, it's, you don't set out thinking, right, I've got a regimented training plan, I'm going to train fucking this day, this day, this day, and then this day I'll have with, with my girlfriend or, or whatever. It slowly creeps in and it slowly starts... It's not that it's taking over. You, you're just pushing yourself constantly and getting more and more involved with it. And it, it just does start snowballing and it, the more time you need to spend in the ring is beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't get that. It's the toughest part, I would say. You, you're talking, it's not even fucking training, right? When you're not training, you, you're promoting. You're promoting your ancient, you're promoting uh, ICW events, you're leafleting or stuff like that. It's fucking mental. So, so or you're doing ring crew. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're building. I mean, Rip, when we did ring crew for, for ICW, we were no, we were no back in the house to about half to three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and that's that's the eight o'clock the previous morning. So so you're at the the house for eight o'clock the previous morning to fucking half three or three o'clock, whatever it is, depending where you're the following day, and then you're going home for a couple of hours sleep. You're up, and then you're back, back on work, so. and then you're coming home, and then you need to go to the gym. Right. And then you're coming home, you're sleeping, yeah. then you need to go to work, yeah. then you need to go to training. Training, training yeah. That is fucking mental. And that's that's the life of a fucking trainee. Right. So if you're a if you're a seasoned pro and you're like what uh no whippy Trent Trent's travelling to Denmark, Germany, Italy, fucking all the place wrestling. It's so fucking time consuming. You spend more, more time in fucking motorway service stations than what you yeah. do in your own house. Aye. You're driving most of it, that's it. Travel. Yeah. And see, when you're not doing all that, you're talking about wrestling. Right. Or you're watching wrestling. Yeah. And if you're with somebody that's just not into it, or can't entertain or doesn't have the mindset, as you said. Aye. But see, wrestling, it's... Uh, some people can say this about football teams. Aye, it's um, exactly, it's a very similar it's thing. No, it's, it's no something that you... You watch like golf, it becomes a light action, becomes a complete and utter lifestyle. Yeah. Being a wrestling fan is an absolute lifestyle. When I was working through in Edinburgh, but because I work site to site, I'd, I fucking travel the length and the breadth of Scotland. Um, I wasn't getting home some nights till like fucking half seven, half eight. Yeah. And that was me starting at seven o'clock in the morning. I was getting home and my butt was going fucking mental because I was just coming home, having my dinner and I was falling asleep. Right. And then I started the wrestling and it just fucking started. You, you, you know what, I haven't got time, I never had time for her normally. Right. I only had like a couple of hours, but when the weekend came around, 
I was all hers, but when the, the wrestling started coming in, I was just, just, cut, I was just cutting down, cutting down, cutting down. Um, and it's just, unfortunately, it's just, this is what I want to do, so no. you're either on board or, or you're not, so no. it's fucking... Or you can just do lots of one night stands, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> as, as long as you pull out, make sure you pull out. Sound advice uh, so, right. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> Pulling out. Oh, for God's sake. You had to take it there, didn't you? No, is there any other questions anybody else has maybe before we wrap it up? Just I'll just one more, just quickly. Oh, you're both big riders yourself. Have you either, either of you ever thought about being part of an MC or an MCC, or have you actually? I'm, I'm part of MCC. Um, you only say we're one. We don't want to add that one. No, 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 I, I don't. I want to keep... We wrestling, although... Crowbar's like an extension of me. Mm. There's a lot in my personal life that, that I keep away for wrestling mm. and, and the bike club as well. Like, I've had people on Facebook try to add me to my personal page, and it's like, no. I don't mean to be a dick, I'm just not into it. If, if you want to know what Crowbar's doing, mm. like the page. Mm -hmm. Don't add me to my personal page because I'll not accept it. Right. Um, with the bike club, the bike club is, is my personal thing, it's, it's my kind of wind-down thing. I don't want anybody knowing, knowing about that. Um, what I choose to, to let people know is, is what I want people to know kind of thing. Um, I don't know if Stevie's... Stevie James are lone wolf. Um, <laughs> there's no plan in being part of MC or anything like that. Um, I've got my brother who'd be crowbar here in the purge. That's, I'm, I'm, that's all I need, you know what I mean? I'm, I don't need anything else. Quite, quite happy with that. Awesome. I feel also if I was part of an MC as opposed to an MCC, you I, I would. You wouldn't have time for wrestling because that how the wrestling lifestyle was, or how invested you get in, in wrestling, that's how invested you get in if you're a, a member of a, a, a bike club. Mm -hmm. You are part of that bike club. I'm part of wrestling. Uh -huh. if, if you know what I mean. The two can kind of go hand in hand. And that is a brotherhood. Aye. Oh fuck aye. Yeah. It's, it's, I've, I've got the greatest respect for, for guys and bike clubs, not just MCCs, or, but MCs as well. It's, it's fucking, because some of the stuff that they, they do, the, the ties, the family ties, it's, it's fucking, it's commendable. Right, real, real, it's commendable. Same as anybody in the army. The brotherhood, the, 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 the in the army and shit like that, it's fucking, oh. Cool. <laughs> Fantastic. No, thanks very much. So I think uh, that is a motherfucking wrap. Kind of wrap. Unless there's anybody else that wants chicken to Chicken wrap. I could really go a chicken wrap. Could really go one. Alright, so uh, we're going to go eat. And, um, <laughs> and drink vodka. And drink, and drink vodka. vodka. So, oh, um, off a bottle left. <laughs> Alright, Maisty. Well, Maisty's only, but we are. As long as we're sober by half past two, we're good to go. Aye. Well, thanks again. See ya. Thank you. Bye. 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 The siren, the ominous siren, signifies the end of another ICW fans podcast. Now, if you haven't seen The Purge in action, I highly recommend you catch Crowbar 
in his one-on-one -on -one match with Yeston Reese this Sunday, and Stevie James will be in his corner, and that is bound to be an absolute barn burner of a match. You can also catch Crowbar and Stevie James of the Purge with the rest of the GPWA guys in their next show, which is on the 30th of September at Wood Street Social Club in Deniston. Tickets are available now, so make sure you catch that show and also go to glasgowprowrestlingasylum.co.uk for information on all future up-and-coming GPWA events, such as the show on October 7th, which is coming up at the Asylum. These are not to be missed. Now, if you were listening to that podcast, which I'm sure you were all the way through, there's a special competition that we're running. We want you to name the finishing manoeuvre for the purge. It is the spike pile driver. You will see it in the graphic, which is accompanying this post because you're listening to the podcast. All you have to do is give that podcast post a share. Give it a share and comment what you want to name that finisher. So give it a share. Name what you think the finisher should be and the guys will sit down and they will decide which one they like. They will choose one winner. It's only one t-shirt. These guys won't even get to own this t-shirt. It has been exclusively designed by Alan Russell of the ICW Fans Podcast team. He's designed it. It looks fucking shit hot. It will be your design and your design only. The guys will sign it if you want. You might want to wear it. I don't know. But they'll still sign it for you or we'll get you a signed picture. And that t-shirt is yours. They won't even have a copy of it. It is one exclusive design for you, and it's a brilliant competition. So all you have to do is give this podcast post a share and comment in the comment section what you think they should call that move, and I can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. I've got a couple of suggestions of my own, but I'm sure they're shite. Coming up next on the ICW Fans Podcast, we've got Scott Reed. So he will be the next guest in the studio. It's all been recorded, and that will be getting uploaded for your listening pleasure next week. So again, thank you for listening. We love that you still tag along for our crazy motherfucking ride that we've got. And I look forward to seeing some of you on Sunday at the next ICW show. Friday Night Fight Club is going to be off the fucking chain. So we'll see you there. Thank you. And good night.